All right, it's not blinking anymore. It's not so. blinking anymore. That means it's that means it's good. It means we Gucci. I mean, without all the racism. Uh, racism. Gucci got the racist with the blackface guy. I'm making sure it ain't blinking. It ain't blinking. But as I was saying before, before we were so rudely cut off by the whole thing, Case Keenum doesn't deserve that mistreatment that he's getting in Denver. <laughs> I, I mean. Yes and no. I think it's one of those things that, like, the poor man was the quarterback of that team. And it's like, you know, if you can't step your game up, it sucks to be you. I don't think that they necessarily should have traded him because what are they going to do now? It's not like they were so bad last year that they're going to be able to draft a decent quarterback. No. And with that, welcome to the Bruising Bros podcast. Sorry, we we were just on a train of thought and I didn't want to. Didn't want to lose it. <laughs> The, the thing wasn't beeping, and we had to make sure it was beeping to get the things going forward, like the, the Thomas the Tank engine train. <laughs> yeah, man. For sure, for sure, for sure. Um, back from our hiatus. Yeah, the hiatus of one week. It feels like it's been forever. It really does. Like I, I got, I, When I got here earlier, I was like, I feel like I haven't seen Brendan in like a month. It's been two weeks. And we talk every day on Facebook, too. It's not like we... <laughs> it's not even... The, it, like it's, it has nothing to do with the fact that we do talk every day. Like, that's besides the point. But it's just... It's one of those things that, like... I guess I just... It got to the point where I was so used to seeing you, like... At least, like, a couple of times a week. Where, like, you go a week and it's like... Is he still alive? Like, yeah. everything all right down there? Did someone really murder him and pretend to be him on the text message? That would be... They read through my messages overnight, and they were like, Oh, this is how he talks. I'm going to I'm gonna I'm get gonna, this guy Brandon. I'm going to emulate this guy, this this guy here. And, and I guess it, it makes sense, too, because even after living together for so long, yeah. it's, it's kind of just like... Oh, man, because I remember just walking, barging into your room, like, I'm here. <laughs> and now I'm just like, I wake up, and I'm like, hello, TV. <laughs> You're like, hello, stuff. My my, my, my boxes, my trash, my, my comic books, how are you all doing today? <laughs> the gang's all here. Did y'all miss me? <laughs> I know you did. We all were in the same place at the same time, last night, this morning, and probably later today. Uh, wow. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I mean, whereas before, I'd walk out, and I'd be like... Hello, Mr. Mr. Patrick. Hello, Miss Jennifer. Hello, Miss Stephanie. I was like, hey, there's people here at all times. To now I'm like, that's a little quiet. <laughs> <laughs> for sure, for sure. So, since the last time we talked, we talked about R. Kelly and Jesse and uh, Mr. Mr. Kelly got arrested. I'll take full 100% credit for him getting arrested due to the fact that he got arrested day after we dropped our podcast. Then he was released from prison, and or not prison, jail, whatever they were holding him in. Some daycare lady paid his bond, but now he's in jail again for failing to pay child support. <laughs> yeah, that guy, uh, he should have just stayed in jail. $160,000, dude, in child support. How you missed that much of a payment? I, I don't know. That's that's It's one of those things that I think like child support is... I, I don't know how that all works. I don't know. I don't have a kid. I don't. I don't. Yeah, I don't have any kids that I'm having to support. So I don't know anything about that. <laughs> that you're aware of. No that kids I'm aware, that you're that aware I'm, of. I'm still waiting for the day that in you know, eighteen some odd years, I'm gonna get a knock at the door and be like, you know, my mom really said you were ugly, but now I know it's true. And I'm like, excuse me? They're going to draw a circle on their face like, look what you did to look me. At, look, at, look at what you've done to me. 18 you, years You scumbag. Not even worse, dude. You get a message from someone on Facebook like, who is this ugly guy messaging me? And they'd be like, um, yeah, uh, I'm your son. And you're going to be like, hmm, unlikely. Uh, like, oh, that's suspicious. <laughs> Who's your mom then? Oh, my gosh, dude. Be like, you don't even remember my mom? Be like, bro, I don't even remember what I had for breakfast this morning, I don't dude. remember... One day ago, let alone something that could have happened 18 plus years ago. But, you know, you do you, boo. <laughs> Facebook user is now blocked. Yeah. <clears throat> but, no, it's just it's just kind of all kind of funny, this whole R. Kelly thing, man. Like, we, we got a new meme out of it. The crying Jordan has been replaced. Uh-huh. We now have the crying Kelly. Yeah. Crying spelled with a K. Just for alliteration purposes. I did not know that it was spelled with the K. I saw it on Twitter this morning, and I was like, oh, that's kind of funny. Well. Hopped on Facebook, saw some more of it. I, I, I spelled it with a K just because I like oh, the alliteration. That, I mean, that makes sense. Plus, with Mortal Kombat coming out soon, all the Ks be everywhere. Well, you, I, you gotta be careful about how many Ks you put <laughs> together. 
You know, you got especially if you're white. One one is okay. Two is fine. Three is enough. Three is you have issues and you draw the line. (laughs) You probably you probably have your wallpaper as a Confederate flag skull in the sky. You know what's funny about that? I don't know. uh, I I was I was minding my business as I normally do because there's not really much you know pumping on this side of the woods. Yeah. Uh, And I was reading a story about a. this like uh, Klansman group, what are they called? White supremacists, whatever. And like their leader dude is uh, African American. I saw that. And his goal is to bring them down from the inside. So I'm thinking one of two things: one, all right, that's what he's doing; or two, it's a real life Dave Chappelle skit happening before our live. Oh, real life Clayton Bixby. <laughs> it could be. That would be a probably one of the biggest plot twists of the century. But whereas in the the thing they were never aware, they didn't know he was black. Now they. They have to know. They can't just be ignorant of the fact that he's black. Like, he's not hiding it from anybody. He's out there in the open. We have the internet nowadays, man. Everyone yeah, I don't. I don't, that. I don't get how that all. I I don't know. For me, I guess I just don't understand the whole concept of like. It's not like back in the day where maybe you could have infiltrated as a black man and uh, maybe no one would really really have known. Like that movie. But now, not only do we have the internet, but that dude's face is all over the internet now. Yeah, he's not really hiding the fact. He's like, yeah, that's me. He's that's like, yeah, me. that's who I am. That's, I'm that, the guy. I'm the one who has been sent, you know, sent here to to destroy the earth <laughs> and rid it of racism. He said, I am the big Lebowski. I'm the dude. He's like, he, he, it's like that. What? What? He's. I forget exactly which country in Africa he's from, but that priest who was like, I went to hell and I fought the devil. Was it Zimbabwe? I think so. It was Zimbabwe or... I, I, that sounds right. But then he was the same guy who got arrested for doing something. For like he, lying. Is, is he the same dude? No. That's a, that's a different one. I don't know if it's the same guy, but uh, he raised old boy from the dead. And I they, saw that they one They fed too. him. Yeah. They fed old boy from the dead and he's just like... Oh, yeah, because I saw. Yeah, I saw. I saw another one. I don't know if it's the same guy as the one who went to hell and fought God, but he uh-huh. like he got arrested or something uh-huh. for like trying to like. I'm gonna sound really stupid if I get this wrong, but uh-huh. he like tried to like burn something down. Yep. Or like the police found out that he had all of these like ties to this like organization. I don't remember exactly what happened, but he got. <laughs> It was like, bro, this dude went to hell and fought the devil, and now he's getting arrested for some, like, straight, you know, it was something that was stupid and, like, menial, but mm-hmm. I don't exactly remember what it was. It was, like, for, like, selling 600 chicken nuggets or something absolutely stupid. No, I think, I was, re- I saw something about that on, like, the, the Daily Show with Trevor, and no, no, not that one, the, the one with the, the English dude, what's his name? John Oliver? That's his name. I think. He talked about someone buying a bunch of pounds of just something stupid. But then I just that, that's just all I watched on that. Yeah, I, I don't know, but it has been an interesting week to say the least. For sure, this like, this last <clears throat> week feels like it's been going on forever. I realized yesterday that it was Wednesday, and I was like, "There's no way it's only Wednesday." No, I remember on Tuesday I was like, "Oh man, you know, thank God it's Thursday." Oh, it's only <laughs> Tuesday. No, it's Tuesday. Woo-hoo. I felt like you know, uh, oh boy, Wolverine. Woo-hoo. You know, ding it was ding just, ding. I don't know. It's less, I, I've been, like, exhausted all week. You know, I, I understand that pain, dude. I have been just tired. I've been overworked. And I've been underpaid. Well, I can't really... I don't know if I've been underpaid. I, I might just be... Ill. I'm just not a good financial advisor to myself. I, I, I'm, just, I'm just being stupid. That's I actually get paid it. really well. I just don't know how to save money. That's kind of... Yeah, <laughs> that's how it be. Because I'm sitting here, I'm like, wow, I have all this money. And then all of a sudden, I, I see this thing on the, the, the Xbox. It's like, hey, man. You got an extra 30 bucks? I'm like, yeah. Then it's like, you sure you got another extra 30? I'm like, I don't see why not. Mm-hmm. And then by that point, I'm like, wait a minute. That yeah. was 60, not 30. I budgeted for 30. Yeah, and then next thing you know is you realize you've eaten out every day this week and you have six bucks to your name and you have to last till the end of the month. Shout out to mom on Facebook. Where do you get all that money to eat out? Yeah. Um, if, if any of you don't know, I've uh, dabbled in uh, this little thing called... Uh, Food reviews. Food reviews. They're pretty, pretty nice. Pretty funny. I, uh, I th- th- there's a whole category of on uh, that YouTube thing, man. So, that me and Brandon here, we we watch some of them, and so the purpose of my food reviews is just 
to kind of just kind of poke fun at it because there are people that take this way too serious. Yeah, they're like weird about it. It's like, bro, like that, like the like the Joey video we watched about him eating the Grand Big Mac. It's like, dog, it's mm-hmm. a Big Mac. Just because it's bigger doesn't mean it's not going to taste like a Big Mac. It's yeah. the exact same cheeseburger. They just added a little bit more meat to it. Yeah, so there's a guy named Joey, uh, and he, he, he does, you know, the food reviews, right? And he, he just, he sits in his car, and he just eats the food, and he just tells you what he thinks of it. And there's nothing wrong with that, you know? You're doing what you're doing, you're having fun, whatever, cool. It's the fact that I just, I think he's just, how can I put it? He's just the really, really weird about it. Like, I understand not getting a receipt, being a little upset. So this dude's supposed to review the food. Instead, he gave us a rant about how they ran out of a promotional box and didn't give him a receipt. And he was fit to be tied. He said, hey, where's my receipt? And it's like, I, yeah. I, I, you spent $3, man. I, I'm sorry. Yeah, Homeboy was definitely really mad. It was kind of like a... Like any time that like, you know, I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a throw a little company I used to work for, a little <laughs> under the bus. Oh no! Um, uh, disclaimer: uh, This disclaimer, does not reflect I, the opinion yeah, of the Bruise and Bros podcast. It does reflect my opinion, but okay, I, yeah, I tried. But uh, don't sue me. It, yeah, it's not like I'm suing them. It's just it was it was just for me. It was the one thing that, and it's not necessarily the company's fault. It mm-hmm. just it gives you a little bit more context. Mm-hmm. And I guess I just, I, I don't have to name drop the company anyway, so. Uh, the whole, what, three places you've worked. Yeah, you know, we'll, we'll find you. Someone has my resume somewhere. Um, well, so, um, you know, we used to work in an arcade. No big deal. Narrowing it down. All right, so you think to yourself, okay, right, got a sign that, you know, tells you pricing, uh-huh. tells you all of this, tells you how it's run down. Right. I will admit that the sign was a little, it was a little confusing, mm. but once it was further explained, for the most part, I'd say 98% of the people who had come into this establishment understood mm-hmm. what was going on. Right. But you'd still have those people, just like any <laughs> other retail-based job, who wouldn't read and just couldn't grasp the simple explanation <laughs> that you had given them. Or... The fact that they wouldn't read directions. Um, Mm -hmm. Specifically at a kiosk that would not let you continue (laughs) unless you read the warning that said there is a $1 charge on on anything below $25. How come I didn't get this many for this much? And, you know, (laughs) having someone come up to you complain, Hey, by the way, I paid for $10... I was supposed to get 40 points. It only gave me 36. What's up with that? Oh, well, there's a $1 activation fee. There's a warning that tells you, I was, you know, you'd always ask, did you get this card from a kiosk? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I got it from a kiosk. Well, the kiosk warns you that there's a $1 charge, what? and you have to push OK to get past that. To continue the, the transaction, you have to push OK on that warning. And then they hit you with the, mine didn't give me that mine, warning. Mine didn't give me that. My son's didn't, it didn't say that when my son did it. I just watched him do it. Or, th- this was one that, because we worked at the same place. This was one of my favorite ones. Hey, my kid used all the points on one game. Let me see here. Oh, no, no, no. It looks like uh, they played it this many times. Uh, they told me they only played it once. Well, I'm glad that's what they told you. Yeah. But. It's like just because your kid <laughs> tells you that you did something. Like, uh, like, I understand, like, as a parent, you're probably more inherent to maybe necessarily believe your child over someone who works at the establishment. <laughs> Not my Johnny. But, but you know, little. I, I don't know. And it was just. And it was like. I don't understand why people are the way they are when it comes to retail workers. Because it's like, dude, I, like, especially if you're just a cashier. So let's say that you work at, like, you know, a grocery store. For the most part, if you're a cashier, that's all you're doing. You might help, like, bag groceries, (laughs) maybe sometimes. But for the most part, you're just a cashier. You don't set any of the prices. You don't do, you don't stock nothing. Mm -hmm. You don't do nothing. You literally stand there all day, ask people how their day was, how their shopping was going, and you scan their items and you tell them the grand total. 
at the end of that transaction. And then they go, why is it so expensive? They go, you know, why is it so expensive? Why is it this? Why is it that? It just, I don't understand. Like, and it's one of those things where for me, I guess it's just, just because inherently I'm not a confrontational person. Like, you could completely mess my order up at a restaurant, and I'd be like, well, this, is, this isn't right, but it's okay. It's whatever. As far as I'm concerned, that's where the tip comes in. Uh-huh. Because as the waiter, you should know what food I had ordered. Right. You should know how it's supposed to look. You should know all of the things. And you're the last stop mm-hmm. before I get my food. And if you come and bring it out to me, I can understand maybe like forgetting something mm-hmm. and just being like, oh, yeah, by the way, your french fries were still in the fryer. Um, they'll be right out. Or if, if it was miscooked, I can't blame you. Yeah, I can't blame you if like my if I wanted a medium rare steak and you cooked it, you know, well done, well done or whatever. That's not your fault as the waiter. Yeah, you're not you're not the one cooking. You just bring out. I the will food. say, I will say though, mm-hmm. it, as a waiter, if I do order a steak a certain way, mm-hmm. and you don't ask, mm-hmm. can you cut into your steak really quick and make sure that it's cooked the way that you wanted it? I can kind of get that if you go to somewhere that isn't a steakhouse. Uh-huh. Like if you go to like let's just say IHOP. And you get a steak. If they, yeah, I get you. Because they're not going to be like, cut it, make sure it's, it's good. As far as I'm concerned, if you eat anything less than a well-done steak from IHOP... Um, anything that happens to you at that point, it's, you that's, deserve. That's your fault. You deserve um, it. You get mugged in the parking lot, that's your fault. That's your fault for eating a well-done steak. <laughs> but, you know, as a waiter or waitress, you're the last stop before I get my food. And if you see something that's messed up mm-hmm. and you decide to yourself, you know what... I'm having a bad day. I'm going to give this person their food like that. And then you sit there and complain, oh, well, (laughs) I didn't get tipped 39% of the bill. I have the hardest job in this restaurant, yada, yada, yada. And it's like, no, you, like, dude, you really have one of the easier jobs. I would say that the hardest part about being a waiter or waitress is remembering what food goes to which table. Yeah, yeah. Can, yeah, because then yeah, yeah, yeah. That for because I I think for me that'd be the hardest part. I think for me it would just be the hard part of just dealing with all those people because like okay, I'm bringing you food, but then I got some Joe Schmo over here giving me attitude because no, I didn't fill his water up because he sees I'm obviously helping the other tables. Yeah, like I get you all want to feel special and significant, but realistically, dude, I'm just there to do a job. I'm going to pretend to flirt with you for that tip. I'll say, hey, Poppy, <laughs> yeah. take me home. And then when it comes time to take me home, I'm like, no, dude, that's why you tipped in cash. I didn't, yeah, I don't know. It's, not today. I, for me, I think tipping is weird, and, I don't, and I'm not trying to sound like an asshole about it. <laughs> like, I, like in, in general, I understand a tip, but I don't understand them. Like, a, a vast majority of people who do mm-hmm. get tips – at for their job, mm-hmm. I don't understand their outrage and them being like, "Oh, well, you shouldn't go out to eat if you can't afford a twenty percent tip." Like, uh, why not? You shouldn't be if you shouldn't go out to you know anywhere and not tip twenty percent just because you deal in food doesn't mean that I have to tip you. Like, you know, it's one of those things. I just I don't understand. Like, I guess I don't understand the notion of why. Cert, like only like the food industry specific jobs are the ones that get tipped. I think that, that there are other ones like I know haircuts like they're starting yeah, to the put haircut, it on the thing. Yeah, now. haircuts get tipped. Or, but now uh, they're really trying to like force you to. They're well, like, hey, put and, that tip on your cartoon. Like, all right. Well, see, and for me, I think that's something. Like, I think like a barber or a hairstylist should get tipped. I mean, I always just do. Because, just because I always tip. I always okay. Just to set the, just to clear the air, I always tip. There has never been one time where I have decided, you know what, I'm not gonna tip this person at all. Mm-hmm. I'll give them a crap tip for poor but, service, but before, I still, tip. but I'll still tip them because I understand the fact that yeah, like you may rely on these tips, but that's not the point. Like, so we're, we're not monsters. I can, I think we speak. I can speak for you and I yeah. both. We do tip. We just don't think you have to yeah i don't think i don't think tipping should be automatic i think we're just not mean people like that i mean we are but not that mean (laughs) i'm like okay like there's been a couple like i remember i when i used to i because i used to not tip at all Mm -hmm. because i didn't understand the concept of it i guess Mm -hmm. maybe (laughs) 
<laughs> this is going to be a really messed up story. Oh, but, no. So I was in the schoolhouse when I was in the Marine Corps, uh-huh. and I ordered, I think it was Chinese food. Uh-huh. And so I'm sitting there, I'm minding <laughs> my business in my room, all of a sudden, <laughs> hear a knock at the door, and I was like, what, I, you know, and I, was, I get up, I answer the door, mm. and this Chinese food delivery guy. He says, uh, you know, he's like, uh, is, you know, order for Brandon. And I was like, yep, that's me, man. Mm-hmm. And he goes, all right, cool, your order. Or he's like, uh, uh, well, I can't remember if I pay. I think I'm pretty sure I paid with card. And he's like, uh-huh. yeah, man, I just need you to sign this. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, I signed it for him. <laughs> and then he kind of just stood there. And so, like, I signed it and I handed him the receipt. He hands me my food. Mm-hmm. And I remember there was this really – it wasn't a very long exchange. It was maybe 15 seconds mm-hmm. where I think that was the moment where he was expecting to be tipped. Mm-hmm. Like whether it would be in cash or whatever because mm-hmm. cause I didn't – I don't think I tipped on the receipt itself. <laughs> did you just shut the door on oh, this guy? Not, not, only, not only did I shut the door but really looking back at it and remembering it, I kind of almost slammed the door. I, I definitely closed the door a little bit harder. Then I probably should. And I remember thinking as soon as the door closed, I was like, oh, he wanted a tip. And I was like, I can't come back from that. I can't reopen the door and be like, oh, shit, man. Hey, sorry, I forgot your tip. <laughs> be like, oh, sorry, I wasn't thinking. Because he's already fuming. Just like, <sighs> Yeah, he's probably like, oh, my God. I had to get through a whole military base. I had to get my car checked and uh-huh, inspected yeah. and now this. And um, should have told him, collect your tip at the gate. <laughs> well, what's funny is there was an... Um, one time I was out getting a haircut uh-huh. and I had paid with my card uh-huh. and I didn't, and she had asked if uh-huh. I wanted to put anything else on the card. Uh-huh. I didn't, for some reason, when she asked me that question, I didn't grasp that she was asking if I wanted to put a tip on the card. Uh-huh. So I said, no, just whatever, whatever amount you just told me, just uh-huh. leave that on the card. <laughs> so I pay uh-huh. and I'm not thinking about it. And I was like, oh, you guys have a bathroom by the way. And so I go to the bathroom uh-huh. And while I was in the restroom, I was like, oh, man, she was asking if I wanted to put a tip on the card. <laughs> so I had to dig in my wallet and dig out cash. And I was and I and I walked up to the hairstylist and I was like, I was like, hey, here's your tip. Mm-hmm. And she was like, oh, OK. She was like, I thought you were going to be one of those people. And I was like, I was like, no, 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 no. I was like, I didn't understand your question of like you wanting me to put something else on my card. Mm-hmm. I thought you were talking about like me purchasing another item or something. And she goes, oh, okay. I, oh, okay. It was just a little bit of confusion between both parties. Right? She was, and, Cause she was like, well, I guess I wasn't going to eat lunch today. And I was like, no, yeah. Like, don't worry. Like I was like, I'm not a complete scumbag. Like you deserve a tip. Like, you know, you cut my hair. Minimal bleeding. Yeah. Even, know, uh, even though it's expensive, also like tattoo artists. You know. I, tattoo artists and bartenders are another two two groups of two groups of people who who I'll always tip because as far as I'm concerned, if you can sit and permanently add something to someone's body for hours on end, day in and day out, you mm-hmm. kind of deserve a tip. Oh yeah, and for the most part, like they usually charge based off the work they're doing and you're mm-hmm. obviously paying that and like it does support them and their bills and like their equipment and everything obviously makes sense and then you're like hey man here's like an extra whatever I don't know the percentages I just you know I, I know I from know what I was tip. told it's kind of like you know saying like 20% or from what the artist told me he was like bro honestly five bucks is a tip it's like dude that, yeah. that's cool I think the most I've ever tipped for a tattoo was a hundred dollars and that was on my chest when I got my chest piece done uh-huh. I tipped her an extra I, t- I tipped her a hundred dollars cause she was like yeah it's a hundred an hour just base rate and blah 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 and so I was like oh okay cool and I was in there for five hours so before tip it was five hundred dollars but I you know I enjoyed getting the tattoo I didn't enjoy getting the tattoo it was <laughs> one of the most painful experiences of my life but um it was it, it had come out so well uh-huh. that when she had shown, when I was finally able to look at the final product, uh-huh. I was like, "Yeah, I'm tipping this lady a hundred, like an extra one hundred. So I ended up paying six hundred total for the tattoo. <clears> but <throat> I, I, for, I, for me, it I, was think worth it, I think it, it was definitely worth it for sure. Um, and I, I think for me, some tips don't matter. I think that there are some people that shouldn't get a tip just because they just like okay, like hotel bag baggage carriers. Uh-huh. If you help me bring my bags up dog that's your job you are obviously getting paid to stand here and help me out that's your sole Mm -hmm. job at this hotel 
yeah, a tip would be nice if I was rich. But I don't have an extra twenty dollars laying around. Well, and that's usually the people that stay at those kinds of places. No, they yeah, and that's true. That and, and it's normally like older, older people oh, yeah. who like, who do that as well. Like what, what was that? The like in that movie, I think it was the Home Alone two, when he's sitting there he's holding out the tip, and then old boy goes, "Oh yeah, here you go," and gives him a stick of gum. Yeah, <laughs> he's all like, "Don't spend it all or whatever," and you're like, "Macaulay Culkin, you little sacker." <laughs> yeah, and I I don't know. And again, I I don't think. I don't know. Tipping is one of those weird things. That's a, it's a weird topic well, that it's it, it, it's going to make a lot of people mad. Well, here's the thing. I don't believe people have to tip. It's just the way it is. Now, with that being said, I do tip, and I, I mean, I really, I really tip. I always tip. I go to like little drive-through, like little local restaurants and whatnot, uh-huh. and they give you the receipt, and there's always a tip line on there. I'm even just like, oh man, here's two dollars. Those ones, those care. ones always like okay. So at Fuzzies, for instance. Um, I don't know if Fuzzy's is a, is a national taco chain, if I'm being completely honest, but... <laughs> well, we got three of them now, right? We have, so we have three. we have three. So there's, there's this little place called Fuzzy's Tacos, and they're just like a... I don't know how to describe it, really. It's just like a taco place. Um, yeah, man, little Mexican food restaurant, bar. Yeah, yeah, they got like a bar. They have all kinds of like... Super, it's probably closer to a bar, realistically. More, yeah, more more or less. Like, I, I think more people... Bar, yeah. More people go there to, to drink. Drink margaritas. Cause drink they're, margaritas. Uh, they're and huge. So, They're huge margaritas. Super good. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it's... Again, they're one of those things that, you know... I would assume that the food is probably, like, when they were presenting this idea, the food was, like, the front-running thing. But, mm-hmm. so anyway, so, because um, you've been there, right? Oh, yeah. So, okay, so you know how when, like, you pay with your card, how, again, so there's that little tip line. Mm-hmm. And I remember I went with... Because they don't have waitresses, right? They, just they have... don't have waitresses. Mm-hmm. And so, but that's, and that's the thing. I don't know if, like, the bartenders get tipped... I would assume that the bartenders would get tipped, Bro, that's what I just, but I'm not. But I'm, but I'm not 100 percent sure. And it's one of those things for me. I don't tip those people mm-hmm. because number one, I don't think that they're making below minimum wage, mm-hmm. and it could just be the like the style of receipt. And I think that's the case. I just, I'm just always like, well, two bucks, here you go. Yeah, whatever. And, and just, you <laughs> know, I don't know. For me, it's one of those things. It's it's just it's like an odd place. To have a tip line on a receipt, mm-hmm. um, and that's normally why I don't do it. Just because it's one of those things, like, like yeah, would I be, you know, quote unquote, doing doing a little bit better of a of a common decency thing by tipping those people for sure? But I don't think it's like I've never heard someone like even under their breath mm-hmm. say like, yeah, man, like thanks, like thanks, like, and no one has ever said thank you for a tip that I've ever given them, except for like. Tattoo artists and uh, like and barbers and hairstylists. I've had it if I personally give them the tip. That's true too. If, usually if, if I you just hand them the cash, them. it's like it's, especially if you're tipping in cash and you hand it to the to the person like the waiter or the waitress. Mm-hmm. Normally, that's when I'll get like a thank you. Because usually I'm not there for that part. I just put it in there and I'm like, okay, paid. Boom, <coughs> bounce. Or if it's a really hefty tip, like there's been a couple of times mm-hmm. where I've definitely tipped above 20% just because like I'll either know the person who is serving us or um they were just you know they did that extra thing that just made it all all worthwhile but even then like there was one time I went to Texas Roadhouse and me and uh my friends were we had the same waitress that her and I had had before uh uh-huh. And he was a super cool dude, both, like, any time that we've had him, he's always been super cool. Mm-hmm. Well, the last time her and I had went, we, I had tipped, I think it ended up being, like, 25%. Uh-huh. And so, and like, the tip ended up being, like, 11-something dollars mm-hmm. on, like, a $30 bill. Something kind of outrageous. Uh-huh. Or maybe it was, like, a $40 bill. Uh-huh. I can't exactly remember, but, um... I was checking my bank account a couple days later, mm-hmm. and I was like, cause, just because I needed to see how much money I had, uh-huh. obviously, and uh, I had seen the total mm-hmm. for the bill, but it was the total without the tip, uh-huh. and I was like, bro, was this dude so nice that he like discounted a bunch of our food <laughs> to include the tip <laughs> into the total price? Because if that's the case, 
that dude is awesome. And then I think a couple days later, it ended up adding the tip onto the total. Like, ah. And I was like, dang it, dude, I thought I had something. Not going back there again. <laughs> I was like, dang, dude, I thought I had something. But, but no, and I don't know. For me, tipping was just one of those things that if you don't deserve it, you don't deserve it. No, so let me let me tell you a fun little story because I used to work in the position where obviously we were making the minimum wage, so it wasn't required to have a tip. Mm-hmm. But if you got a tip, you were going above and beyond. So I was a party host at a place, uh, and you know I, I was doing pretty good. I like to think you know I do really well, blah blah blah. But of course, since it wasn't mandatory to tip, the receipts didn't say anything about tip and nothing. There was nothing about tips being mentioned. But then sometimes you know they'd come up and give you the cash. I had this family telling me to keep the change as the tip once. I kid you not when I tell you the change was two cents. Oh my god. And I go back then I was like, Oh yeah. Thanks. <laughs> I really appreciate it, man. I mean I'm 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 not stressing over things, but I just I'm just like, man, that's disrespectful. Yeah, for sure. It's it's <laughs> I prefer no tip than two yeah. cents. And I and I think it's one of those things where again, I for me I kinda have this rule that at a minimum, it's a five dollar tip. Yeah, always. For, for for a minimum, I think five dollars is pretty good. Again, like I said, unless it's one of those weird things where they give me that weird receipt and I'm on the spot, and I'm like, uh, yeah, two dollars. Um, but five dollars for me is is always a. I always think it's a fairly good baseline anyway, because the way that I personally look at it, let's say that you wait a hundred tables <laughs> in four hours, right? Uh-huh. And each of those tables gives you five dollars. Mm-hmm. Obviously. You're not going to get $500 that day because most restaurants and most places of business, when tips are a thing, uh-huh. they're either, it's either a tip pool or there's some kind of taxation they, they, that, that they comes with those tips. Out of there and so let's check. just say that even if you were to get five, five tables or $5 from 100 tables in however long your shift was, uh-huh. that's still two, two, maybe $300 depending on the tax rate of tips. Uh-huh. You're telling me that $5 ain't enough because my bill was $50 and a $5 tip was only 10%? All right, how, how about this? How about this? This, this is another another group of people who I know get tipped and we haven't mentioned yet. Mm-hmm. Exotic dancers. Exotic dancers. Do you think they should get their tip or they should do an hourly wage? Um, I don't know. That's actually... It sounds really stupid, but that's actually kind of a... I think it's a good question. Because For the sole fact that, <coughs> let's just say that exotic dancers were paid minimum wage. Mm-hmm. It, I don't think that strip clubs would have that like allure that they do now. Mm-hmm. Whereas the money that is thrown at them or put into their into their outfits or whatever, however that money is exchanged, well, I don't think I think that's part of the experience of going to a strip club. And I think another part of it is is that without having to pay them hourly wages. And they just kind of do whatever their thing is and get their money. It's on them to get their money. And not just that, but then these patrons don't have to pay as much to get in. That's true. Because think about it. Usually, like like what, like what, 20 bucks maybe or so? I would say It's usually tw- not a lot, I would, right? I would say 20 bucks is... I'm trying to think. Because then they, they have a bar or whatever sometimes, right? And you can just get drinks and then that's how they would make the business part of it. Makes the money. And then the ladies make their money and they bring the crowd in. Yeah, I think that's how most strip clubs work. Is most of them, I think, do have a cover charge of like anywhere from ten to twenty bucks. Like I said, I'm not. But they also have the bar, and I think the bar is what really brings in the money. Because I'm not a, I'm not a strip club savant or whatever. Me either. I just, I've never been to one. I just know, hey, you pay this, you go in. Guess what? There's ladies that pretend to love you, and you just. You, you just you you're so desperate for that love that you just throw stacks. Yeah, I mean it's part of honestly. It's it's honestly the reason why I never want to go to one. I on like yeah, I think it'd be cool, but I think I'd go in there with ten one dollar bills. I would find just the one, the one, the one exotic dancer who decided to come up to me, the one stripper, and that's 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 my contribution to her life is ten dollars bro i'd be up in there and i'd be like here you go girl and when she turns around i'm putting my hand back on that stage oh, I'm no. taking, could I'm, you imagine i'm taking half of a bag and see if she noticed could you imagine like how much money you could like if you were to like let's just say rob a strip club but not in like a conventional way like just like one dollar at a time like, yeah like where you come in guns blazing you're like you know put everybody on the ground this is a stick up mm. blah 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 like if you were to just sit up at the stage and just take 
a, a couple of bucks Speaking every of, couple of minutes. Real quick, FBI. This is just a dramatization. This We're is not just really... a, yeah. This is not. I'm I. Man, I I swear, if I wake up tomorrow and somebody was caught stealing money off of a strip club stage, and they found out because of us. Number one, we don't want you as a fan because that's a scummy thing to do. And number two, like, who does that? Like, that's like, that'd be, like, okay, could you imagine, like, okay, let's just say, let's just say that you're a male exotic dancer, right? And you're minding your business at the club, yeah, you're, yeah, doing your, you're doing your job, whatever, and you, you happen to, you know, turn back around, walk up the catwalk, and you just happen to cock your head back a little bit, and you see some scumbag dragging your tip off the stage. You're telling me you wouldn't want to, like, dropkick that person right in the forehead? That'd be like like a busboy or something taking the, the waitress's yeah. tip off the He's like, He's like, you know what? I know I need ten bucks for gas, and there's ten bucks here. And then the waitress thinks you're a scumbag for not tipping, even though it's the busboy uh-huh. taking the tip. Then you gotta read a whole Facebook post, be like, "What are you talking about? I did tip you." What? Yeah, and it's like, it's like, no, I did tip you. Maybe you should check out your busboys. Hmm. Or you bum. Your, or your rival for employee of the month over there, mm-hmm. Sarah. <laughs> That sounds like something that Sarah would do. If your name is Sarah and you're a waitress, I just yeah. want you to know we you on to you, Sarah. Yeah, you're probably a mean person. You probably drive either a Subaru something or other, some sort of Subaru, or... And your parents don't like your boyfriend because he's just a bad influence. Yeah. He's about he, 12 years older than you, and, and he doesn't he have like, any goals. And he smells like cigarettes. He's been wearing the same hoodie since the 8th grade. Um, his name is probably like... Tyler or a Trevor. Trevor. Definitely a Trevor. Trevor sounds like something. He's got a monster tattoo. <laughs> Some, yeah. And then you have, you got a sleeper. You got them sleepers who's, those guys who's, <coughs> their name is like Philip. Oh no. And okay, this isn't like, again, you know, I'm not saying all Phillips or all Trevors are bad people. Kyle. Kyle is another one. <laughs> Kyle definitely is just like, you could be a cool guy and be named Kyle, or you could be named Kyle and everybody in the world hates you. There's no in-between with the name Kyle. It's either you're cool Especially with Kyle. Especially with a name like Kyle. You're either cool or you're not. How, do you, how does that happen? Like, your An entire name. Dip, you, they, by your name. It's like the Smurfs. Mm-hmm. But they're named after birth, but you're just like, this, chi- this child will grow up and he will be a total tool. His name will be Kyle. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, and you know, I, I've known some pretty cool Kyles growing up, but I've also heard more stories about bad Kyles than almost any other name. I'm bad to the bone. My name is Kyle He's like, two wise. Yeah, it's like, my name is Kyle spelled with an I. It's like, what? Who are your parents? Oh, they're, uh, you know... They're it's Kyler uh, and Kylie. Uh, what? Because they always have some weird hippie-named parents, like... Grass, grass Blade and Tea Leaf, or something weird where it's like... Hey, Mintry, come here. Yeah, and it's like, hey, Bark. <laughs> but it's Bark with an E at the end, so it looks more suave and sophisticated. <laughs> they, their parents were Woodstockies. <laughs> yeah, but they weren't alive. They were born in the 90s. They wear Jimi Hendrix t-shirts. <laughs> they don't know who Jimi Hendrix is. Their favorite band is Nirvana, but don't know who Dave Grohl is. Nope, this is it. They, they wear the, the, the Bob Marley shirt and the Jimi Hendrix shirt. They got the peace sign flag in their house. Mm-hmm. You go over, they always be cooking, whatever, you know, some, some sweets or whatever. And they're always just like, oh, man, it's so nice to see you. And then their kid's just like, eh, it's me. Yeah, and they're, 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 I, I feel like those parents, like those kinds of parents, hippies, like hippie parents, or those parents that are kind of like those, you, you know that we both had friends growing up, maybe not necessarily the same friends, but we knew people or had friends where their parents were like the quote-unquote cool parents uh-huh. in our little friendship circle because, oh yeah, my mom lets me drink Mountain Dew at 9.30pm and I can say the F word at my house. <laughs> Oh my God! No, those are the worst. Those kids those were kids, the worst. Those kids are all in jail right now. Oh my gosh, dude! They wore the Cookie Monster outfits. Yeah, they had the Cookie Monster anything, socks, hat. Oh, you know, you could always tell, yeah, because their parents were always just like they seemed nice, but you knew they was like into some drugs or something. Into something weird. Like the house may have been nice or just really run down, but like the kids' room, he always had something cool that you didn't have. And you never like, knew. And it, and it was for me. 
I honestly think, now that I think about it, I think it was always some kind of game system or game for that game system. Yep. It was always something that I had always wanted, like, whether it was, like, me going to my friend's house to play Halo, because I wasn't allowed to play Halo growing up, yep. nor did we have an Xbox, or Grand Theft Auto, or anything like that. There was always something fishy with those kids who were allowed to play Grand Theft Auto growing up, because it's like, oh, yeah, my dad loves this game. He lets me play it all the time with him, and you're like, what? My parents don't care about me, all right? but And they don't care about you either. That's why you come over to my house, and you're like, yeah, no rules. So you went over there, but then when their dad was home, he was, like, drinking or drunk or something. Something crazy was going on where it's like their parents always would, like, give you dirty looks or, like kind of like passive aggressively mean to you and i don't know it was just they was barge always... in the room at 3 a.m and tell you not to be up all night yeah and you're always like it's it's and already then, and then tomorrow. that one friend doesn't bring you spoons for the pudding you're eating he's like oh dude i forgot him i don't want to go back out there it's like dude come on man it's your house it's I'm your not... house you want me to walk out there and run into your dad you in his drawers to... and he get big mad he think i'm robbing you because he don't recognize me this is the first time i've been to your house and i get dinked in the dome piece with a frying pan because you don't want to go grab some spoons wake up in the basement tied up and just you're in your skeevies and he's just like got a chainsaw like so then you rob me and you're like how do you not remember me we just ate dinner we just had a conversation together sir who are you hey i'm your worst nightmare robber apparently guy and it's like who are these people in their in their it's always those backwoods friends, dude. And it, that's yeah, always the weird thing. You think you think you meet some cool people in the school, and they, you don't know who people are until you get a one-on-one time with them. I would say, so that's obviously true with anybody, but I think that you really don't know anybody in middle school. Middle school, because I think that's that stage of life where everybody is always super awkward anyway. Mm-hmm. And I think for me, the friends that I had in middle school were... They're now, like, all, now that I think about it, I think all of the friends that I had in middle school, maybe minus one or two of them, are all kind of, like, scumbag people. Like, in some sort of way, and they're probably thinking the same thing about me, where it's like, that guy's kind of, that guy's kind of weird. I think about that all the time, I'm like, I wonder, you know, because everyone, because, oh, how'd they put it? Every single person on the earth has a different, like, opinion about you. Yeah, for sure. There's no way. Like, everybody, even, even the people would... that all like you, they all have a different opinion about you. Yeah. Because they all perceive you in a different light, and it's just like, wow. Like, your closest friends can all perceive you different. Like, I know you and Bryce, you know, and Ryan, you guys are like some of my closest, closest friends of all time. But I know each one of you perceives me in a different light. And, and, I, and I think there's a, I mean, obviously there's a lot of things that we, that like, we perceive, like, in the same light, where we're, we're all on the same page with certain things. Mm-hmm. But I think there's certain things that, like, you know... Uh, more, more or less, you know, pertain to why you and I are friends, as to you know why are, why you and Bryce are friends, or why you and Ryan are friends, or you know, same thing with me and Ryan and me and Bryce. But you know, I think it's one of those things where it's like I'll, I'll use one friend as an example uh-huh. um, from middle school. This uh-huh. dude um, always seemed really super cool, uh-huh. right? Uh-huh. He was, he was. I don't mean, you know. This was like sixth grade, so I don't exactly remember how him and I like became friends or mm-hmm. anything like that. But um, he was one of those kids <laughs> who had those those parents who were like the cool parents, where uh-huh. it was like, oh, we were allowed to stay up, we're allowed to do this, and there was things that I was able to do at his house that I wasn't able to do at my house, mm-hmm. and it was always kind of awkward because he had. I think he had an older sister and an older brother, but I think his older sister was, like, off in college somewhere. Mm-hmm. And his older brother was only two or three years older than me and my friend. Gotcha. So he was also in middle school then, right? So I, I want to say he was either in in eighth grade or... Starting high school. Starting high school. Gotcha. One of the two. I can't exactly remember. But mm-hmm. this kid... Grew up to be one of the weirdest people I have ever met in my life. He was always kind of a weird dude anyway. Uh-huh. But, like, looking back now, I don't know how I was that kid's friend. Like, and it sounds kind of stupid, and it sounds actually, like, kind of messed up. But, you know, like, there was just certain things. Like, I remember he would call me to be like, hey, man, like, I can't hang out or I can't hang out. And a lot of the time it was that he couldn't hang out. And, like, I remember one time he got a concussion, so... 
I don't like I can't understand why he was crying because obviously he has a concussion and his dome piece be hurting really bad. Uh-huh. But I remember thinking to myself, I was like, bro, why am I listening to somebody else crying on the phone talking about how <laughs> I can't hang out? Like you couldn't have asked your mom to call my mom and been like, hey, yeah, you know, this ain't going to work out. You know, <clears throat> he's got a concussion. Doctor says he needs a couple of days to himself or whatever. But it's like, and I remember, like, don't get me wrong. I actually had a, like, I had a really good time hanging out with that kid all the time. Like, because mm-hmm. he lived across the street from a school. And so in the summertime, mm-hmm. we would always go across the street when he'd have, like, huge, like, huge sleepovers or uh-huh. whatever. And we'd all go play hide and go seek at this park in the dark. And it was just, it was, it was always really a fun time where we'd, like, you know, we'd do stuff with, like, his brother, and we'd play video games, you know, so- we would do something right. that was always, you know, a good time, and, uh, but yeah, as we got older, that kid got way into the weed culture, like, super into the weed culture, to the point where it was like, that's all he would ever want to do with me. He's like, yeah, dude, if you come over, he's like, we'll smoke or whatever, and it's like, mm, I don't know if I really ever want to do that. Like, that's not my bag, baby. Yeah, and it was always just like, and I remember I had eventually kind of just like snapped at him, and I was like, dude, are you serious? I was like, that's all you ever want to do. Like, is there anything else in your life that you ever want to do? Like, I remember he had told me at mm. one point, he was like, yeah, that's what I'm going to go to college for. Is I'm gonna like learn how to like grow plants and do all of this other crap and like take care of them and he's like he's he said he essentially told me he was gonna become a herbologist. I was gonna say was to grow herbology, but then for just just weed. Like out of everything to do, like hey man, you could you could actually use that and better like you know you could better trees and flowers. You could you could increase food supplies somewhere else around the world, but nope, you want that. You want that purple haze. He said, I want that granddaddy smacking kush. He said, I want that OG kush at all times. And I, I want to know how to grow it. I want to hybrid some California stuff out here in, in, in the Rockies, homie. That's me. You know yeah, and it's just, it was always super weird. Mm-hmm. And then, I, and now that I think about it, it goes back to his dad. His dad was like almost never there. I have to this day, no clue what his, what his dad did for a living. I have no idea. He was probably in... In quotes, waste management. <laughs> mm, it could be. He kind of looked like that kind of guy, but he was like always super mean. He always seemed like he was like really super angry all the time. Well, yeah, man. He had people running their mouths. So he had to take care of. <laughs> oh, that's he. He's a bing, bada boom. A T, A T. You seeing this? He saw you there, and he said, "Hey, you got a wire, kid." He said, "You got a wire." He said, "You got a wire." When you went to bed, he was digging through your clothes. Like, hey, who is this guy? Who is this guy? He said, hey. Dad, that's Brandon. Hey, hey, hey. I'm hey. asking the questions here. I, I'm asking the questions. You better start giving me some answers. Otherwise, y- you're going to have some concrete shoes in the morning. <laughs> but, Dad, I'm your son. Hey, hey, hey. Concrete shoes. Let me tell you something. Blood ain't loyal to you. <laughs> just because I... Just because I... I you know, I'm half of who you are, doesn't mean I won't take out half of who you are now. I, I will... I helped create you, and I will help take you out. Your mother's on my side on this one. Yep. You understand me? I love you. Have a good night. Sleep a date. <laughs> you better stop being an asshole at school, too. Your teacher called. If I, gotta... See, if I, if I gotta go down there, you're not gonna like it. If I gotta whack another superintendent, because you'll be getting expelled again. And let me tell you, if I hear your <laughs> friends talking about me whacking people, you, me and you, me and you, we're gonna go outside. We're gonna have, I'm gonna have, I'm gonna have a problem with you. <laughs> You understand? Hey, hey, quit giving me attitude, John. I'm not playing anymore. I'm not playing anymore. Hey, I'm not playing anymore, John. John just, just John is just terrified. John is terrified, laying in bed. He's just staring at him. He's like, hey, his dad. What's wrong with your eyes? Just what's wrong with your eyes? Why are you staring at me, John? You got a lazy eye. You got a lazy eye over there. You Who are you staring at right now? You better fix it before I fix it for you. He's like, look. The only thing that you better be looking at right now is if there's cops outside. Is the FBI at my door right now? Did you bring them here? <laughs> did, did you, did you, did you and your, did you and your stupid friends think it was a good idea to call 1-800-FBI? You think that's who we are? Is 1-800-FBI come here? And you hear, that's it. I'm whacking them. You was a pizza guy. Can't Johnny, be too careful. Johnny, get me my silencer and my shovel. 
We got things that we got to go do. And you're coming with me because you're fired from whatever it... He's like, he's like, Dad, I'm, I'm 12. What, what do you mean I'm fired? I heard you got expelled. <laughs> you, you got that mouth on you, boy. You better stop running it. Cause that, you know, you sound like a snitch, Johnny. You sound like a snitch, Johnny. You ever hear the saying, loose lips sink ships? Because right now, you're sinking this family's ship. You're sinking my ship. John, I'm tired. Of, hey, you listening to me? You, hey, quit sipping over there on your, on your white chocolate macchiato crap. And start paying attention to what I'm telling you. Listen here, John. If you don't start getting your act together, again, you're going to wake up with a couple of lead lead pellets in the back of your head and you're going to be wearing some concrete shoes. You know what, John? You know what you and my belt have in common? Whack. If you don't stop, you're running in your mouth. Whack. You're going to get whacked. You understand? You you're are not me. made. I don't got to talk to no bosses. You're only half a wise guy because you're only half of me and I'm a full made wise guy. Dun, your dun, mom? Dun, I swear to God. If that he's another you FBI. See, you, you, see, you see this number one right here on this telephone? You know who that calls? My gun. I push the one, the gun comes out, you're, you're done. You understand? You imagine he just, he calls his dad at work. I swear to God, John, if John, you, if why are you calling my personal phone and not the burner phone, John? Are you on a landline right now? Are John! You, are you on a pay phone? Oh my God, you're calling me collect? <laughs> That'd be so funny because he's just like, he's like, you can't call me from a landline because the FBI can track our calls. And you can't, and you, and you can't call me from a payphone because now I have to accept the charges. And you're telling me I gotta pay you fifty-five cents, you stupid phone company. You want your money that bad? My son already had to put the fifty cents in the in the in the telephone. You, you call me from prison? I don't even know you. If you call me from prison, I don't care. That I just, sounds like a pussy. I disown you. I'm changing my name. I'm flying away, John. I'm not playing with you. John, hey. I'm not playing, John. Go to bed. Turn the light off. He's like, but Dad, you keep talking to me. You want to get smart with me? And you want to get smart? Mom's all like, he's just a love. He's like, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. hey, you shut up back there. Let me tell you something. Let me, let me, listen here. Listen here. The only reason we're getting away with this right now is because Italians are white people. He, 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 he might be 11, but he's got hair on his nuts. Right? Let me tell you something. Listen here. When I was his age... I had already whacked 13 guys. One of them was my father. All right? You turns, out, <laughs> turns out he was a rat bastard. He was a rat. He snitched on me to my mom about taking a cookie out the jar. And guess what? I whacked him. Whacked him? Guess what I found under his shirt? A wire. And the only person that knows this <laughs> is you. And I snitched on myself, and I'm now a rat. Thanks to you. <laughs> and that's the story about how, about how Johnny Two Times killed himself because he ended up being his own worst enemy. With that... Good night, Johnny. Hope you have a good night's sleep. And Johnny has no idea what the hell he's going to do with his life. Johnny's and even worse, his friends the whole time just... His friends... <laughs> are, his, 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 and that's the worst part is, is Johnny two times, Johnny two times ain't noted John had a friend over that night because Johnny two times doesn't put in the effort to raise his kids like he kind of should. He only watches for wires, but not for people. Sitting there, and he's, he's like, they, like they go, like they wake up. Let's just say it's a Friday night, so Johnny Two Times gonna be there for breakfast in the morning. It's Johnny Two Times in there, he reading the breakfast, he eating his toast. Ma, he's ma, checking she, the toaster, she, huh? She, ma, ma on the stove making the eggs. John and his friend walk in. He go, "Good morning, John." Well, good morning, Dad. He goes, lowers the newspaper. Hey, who are you? Says the news. What are you doing in my... Who are you? John, who is this guy? Oh, this is my friend. He stayed night last I, night. He what? <laughs> You're telling me that you had somebody in... Are you... Are, are you with the FBI, kid? Listen are, by are the you, caller. Are you with the FBI, kid? <clears throat> are you one of those new FBI sleeper agents? Oh. Are you Jason Bourne? And the kid's just too scared to talk. He's like, oh. <laughs> now you want to be tough, huh? You was a tough guy, huh? Are you you want to talk tough, to me? Huh? Don't worry. I got a little something for you. You ever, you ever, you ever had an ice pick underneath <coughs> your toenails? You ever, you ever had your fingers cut off with a meat slicer? Let me, let me tell you something. You ever dance with the devil under the pale moonlight? Huh? Have you? Have you? Have you? Have you ever had a pair of concrete shoes and then thrown in the bay? Oh uh, no, sir. I just heard last night. You heard. You, you heard. heard. You heard. You heard. <laughs> you heard. That means you telling. And if you can hear, you can tell. Who you telling? 
What kind of secrets of this family do you know? And when are you going to expose me so I know when not to be there? <laughs> you know what? Call your father. He picking you up. Father, you there. All right. Now no one's here. Listen here. <laughs> You're my kid now. <clears throat> You're, you can never leave this house. Call you, your parents right now from a payphone. You're now, now you're a petchy. You're a petchy now. Listen here. You're not <laughs> going back to that house. Call your parents right now. Tell them that you're moving away, that, you gotta, that you're getting onto a plane to, Ed, to, to Ecuador right now, and you're not coming back. He just gives them 100 bucks and a little coach suitcase. Like, all right, get out. He's like, get out of here. Get <laughs> out of the house. There's nothing in this suitcase. I'm giving you a chance at freedom, kid. He's like, <laughs> he's like listen here. When I was your age, my dad didn't even give me the suitcase. He was dead. And now you know that, you rat. And if, he's like, I, I understand they don't speak very much English down there in South America. But if I find out that you've been talking. I, I see this face on a milk carton, boy. Boy, I'm t- that's how they know. They're becoming, you're going to squeal like a rat. A rat. That's because that's what you are, is a rat. You and my son John over here, both years. Both of you be looking like rats. <laughs> One, two, two. You know, John, that's it. Get in the suitcase. You're going to Ecuador. You know who you be looking like right now? Master Splinter. Because you're a rat. <laughs> Ninja Turtles running with a couple of rats. Hmm? Hmm? Eh? Is that is that what your posse eh? is called? You're called you, you call, they call you Splinty? Oh, you guys together? Pinky and the brain, I see. Hmm? Hmm? Rats? Hmm? Lab rats? 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 I think that sums up everything about the mob mentality. It's just... I... And, <laughs> I but couldn't the, imagine being in like that much paranoia about about someone ratting on you. The mob doesn't exist. Not anymore, at least. Tell they, them I said it the way that they asked me to. If anyone ever asks, are oh. you ratting on me right now, <laughs> John? Is that you? Hey, the movie Goodfellas. Yeah, disregard all of that. You never seen that. You never seen that movie. You never saw nothing. You never saw this face. You understand? Here's a hundred dollars. Go treat yourself to something nice. Pay this for is a medical. counterfeit bill. Did I say it was a real hundred dollars? <laughs> I'm giving you a chance at freedom here, kid. Go, go to the store. Get yourself, <coughs> get yourself a nice suit. Clean yourself up. The come, bill. Come down to the pizzeria in the morning. The bill or your life. You pick. 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 Do you want a fake? Do you want to be fake? Do you want a fake one hundred dollar bill? Or a, a real dead life? You know, Louis. Come here, Louis. Get, get this, Louis. Get this, boy, Louis. Get him out of my... I, I want him out of my sight. Get him out of here. But this is my house. Out of my sight. Out. Gun. Gozo. Bye-bye. Beep. Boop. Bye-bye. <laughs> but I don't know. I just... The, the mob is one of those things that just... It... Would you rather have a run-in with the mob or with the Yakuza? Well, I mean, t- I, granted, it's the same thing. In, well, I mean, like, think in about Principally wise. In the mob... They, they come to your face, and then they, they have someone get you in the back. Whereas in the Yakuza, they're like, you know what? You messed up, we're taking your finger. <laughs> they're like, you messed up, we're taking your finger. You mess up again, we're going to execute your wife. And you know what? It's, that's okay. So now you're not going to mess up once. It's like, because you're going to live with that pain. Whereas the mob, they're like, well, you messed up, it's okay. And then they hug you, and as they're hugging you, the hug gets tighter. And then all of a sudden, everything gets real dark. And then, you just... and then you wake up with concrete shoes. <laughs> and then you're under the water like... Blah. I don't know. I, th- I, think, I think if I ever had the choice to deal with, have to deal with either of them, I would hope that I never got to a position in life where I had to deal with either group. <laughs> you know, that's why I keep my nose clean. I watch The Sopranos. That's about... And, like, I, I watch all that stuff. I'm like, that's as far as I go. I'm like, okay, that's it. Yeah. I mean, like, even Sons of Anarchy. Like, biker gangs. All right, whatever. That's cool. You're doing your thing. With that B, I think that's time for Song of the Week. Song of the week. Well, okay, well, we're doing two, right? Two songs a week, just because <clears throat> one for this week, obviously, and then one for last week. Um, and you got the pleasure of finding both of them. So give me one second. One because um, <clears throat> I told you what I had picked. No worries. As you're finding it, I'll serenade them with some some sweet nothings. Hey, girl, I know what you're thinking right now. Oh no. Country music station. Contra Music Station. Contra Music Station. You know, I really wish this That's town... That's what that guy sounded like. He sounded like Tommy Wiseau. I don't know. <laughs> You're towering me apart, Contra Music Station. Oh, man. <laughs> I don't remember how long ago. All I know is you said something by M uh-huh, and so... something by Migos. Ah, yes, 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 yes. Okay. <clears throat> so I got you. So let me find them real quick just so I can get everything right. So the first song of the week, obviously, I'm... 
probably going to get a lot get a lot of hoopla for this one. Hoopla! Just because, you know, <clears throat> how everybody felt about Eminem coming out, dissing all of them mumble rappers. Everybody. And, and just, you know, straight throwing everybody under the bus. And then he dissed Machine Gun Kelly for uh, a while ago saying something about his underage daughter. And mind you, this was a while ago he said it. And what did M say? I know who you are, Kelly. Boom. Full circle. R. Kelly right <coughs> because of this podcast. R. Kelly will be brought to justice because of this podcast. Boom, boom, boom. Anyway, as you were saying. Anyways. <clears throat> full circle. Full circle. So the first song. So I guess technically I'll classify last week's song of the week as The Ringer by Eminem yep. off of Kamikaze. Woo! Um, just because, I don't know, for me, I, I had heard the song before, for like when the album had first come out. But it wasn't until I tagged you in that WWE video <laughs> where he was beating them all on all of them. And uh-huh. that was the song that was playing. And I was like, you know, I haven't heard that song in a while. And it's like one of the few songs on the album that I think really just, for me at least, really showcase Eminem's talent. Uh-huh. As just someone who, I don't he just, I, who's just really lyrically gifted. Uh-huh. And just can make things seemingly out of nothing, and it's just—it's always catchy when M does it for some strange reason. <laughs> Shoutouts to the boy Chris Dahlia. Oh, you're a Dahlia. How did you do that? How did you do that? Um, and then, him. and then, so this 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 week's song of the week, um, it's I guess technically speaking, it's by I don't know if it's DJ Mustard. Because it doesn't say DJ Mustard. It just says Mustard. But it's Mustard and Amigos. So I think that usually means that, like, the project might be all Mustard Beats. That's true. But it's by... Okay, it's Amigos song. But if you just type in Pure Water, in parentheses, with Migos, that's that's this this week's song of the week. Let me tell you, like Brendan had pointed out, he's like, Oh, I see Migos and I see water in the, in, in the song. I know it's about to be a banger. Drip, 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 drip. And it, it really is. It It's one of those songs that it caught me off guard because it was just one of those random times that I was just kind of listening to a playlist and I was like, Oh, no, mass beat. And then I was like, Because again, you know, I was like, I was at the gym or something and it had just come on and I was like, Dude. And I added. <coughs> That's usually how I find a lot of the songs of the week. They just come on a playlist, and I'm just like, hey, why is this really hard song coming on this playlist out of nowhere? Yeah, and it's one of those things, and and I don't know. Both of those songs, for me, it's not like, you know, and I don't know if you, if if the people who listen to this are like, well, I want songs that have a emotional impact on your life. I want to know <laughs> why you doing the things that you're doing. <laughs> Or whatever the case is. Like, none of these songs necessarily have a an emotional basis to It's just me. a song that we listen to and it's we're just, like, hey. I just It's a song that I really like, whether it's I listen to it on repeat or... You know what? I'll, I'll give these people a bonus song then, just to kind of... A bonus song. A bonus one, just to kind of... <laughs> <get, get, laughs> dude, it's like, yeah, dude, bonus one. Double Jeopardy. <laughs> oh, speaking <clears throat> of Double Jeopardy, did you hear the news? Oh boy, with the pancreatic yeah. cancer? That's terrible. Everyone keep Alex Trebek in your prayers. But here you go. You ready for this? This is the bonus song for those of y'all. You know, you might not like rap, but this is one a song that Brandon and I agreed is just some nice cruising music. It's called Walking on a Dream by Empire of the Sun. The best way I could explain it, it's like folk daft punk. Yeah, it's it's I really like that song. I knew I I because it was like it was one of those things that I had recognized the band name when you'd sent me the song. <clears throat> uh-huh. and I was like I was like okay, I kind of know who they are. Oh yeah. But then. When I had started listening to the song itself, I was like, this song sounds kind of familiar. And then once the chorus hit, I was like, I, okay, I do know this song. And, uh, you know, really, like, the entire time that I was on the toilet listening to this song. You I was sitting on the toilet? Yeah, dude, I was like, bro, this, I was like, I, I imagined it being summertime with the windows down. Stinking it up. <laughs> just blowing it up. Minding my business. Having the time of my life. Just cruising around somewhere. Did it take you back to... To the good old days out in the Middle East, listening to Shakira with the Iraqis. No, not at all. <laughs> that was that was a different time. I'm, I'm, I don't like Shakira anymore because of that. Because it was it was on replay or repeat all the time. Um, but but yeah. So I think that's pretty much about everything. Yeah. So with that, remember, <clears throat> R. Kelly's weird. Tip your waitresses and don't be a rat. Don't be a 
Let me find out any of y'all's is wearing the wire. Let me find out. Wait a minute. What are we talking into right now? I'm, you, do, is this Brandon? a is, is this the why you brought a wire into my house? Hello? Government? You better cut this off for the government catches. You real quick though, before before the government finds out where we're where we're at right now, don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube, the B and B podcast. That's where this newest episode's gonna be. SoundCloud decided that it was no longer a good idea to give us, you know, time to upload our our stuff. Well to be honest, we're just really cheap right now. That's true too. <laughs> That's that's actually that's actually really what it is is the fact that I do not have the money to pay for a premium song. SoundCloud rappers, yeah, it makes sense. You put two minute tracks. We're putting up an hour long content, so they're like, hey, they're like, hey, you guys can't be doing that. You but yeah, but make sure to subscribe to the to the YouTube channel if you haven't done so already. Um, there's still the Twitter that's active. <clears throat> we got the Facebook. We got the active. Facebook page as We're well. We're gonna hopefully get this up on the Spotify and then the yeah, iTunes. The so that's a whole other process that I'll explain to you off camera. That isn't a camera, but all right. With that's, that, that's all I have to say. It be that boy. Don't be a rat. Rat. <laughs>